Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. Listen, this immigration debate, it's not complicated. It's not even a debate in many respects. If you were to ask 1,000 just random Americans, hey, do you believe in a border? Should we have a border? I can almost guarantee you without any other associated nonsensical questions, just that one, an overwhelming majority would say, yeah, of course. What kind of dumb question is that? If you then ask the follow-up question, like, well, if we have a border, should we check on people who come into the country, making sure they're not a national security threat, uh, child trafficking, bringing in illegal narcotics? They would probably say, yeah, that sounds like a good idea, too. Let's do that as well. So why is this immigration argument even a debate? It's not. Liberals are complicating. I got that today. I've got the three questions you should ask liberals in the immigration debate um, and a whole bunch more. Today's a loaded show, including an update. I'm getting a lot of questions about my health and stuff. So I'll, I will put it out. Don't worry. Everything's okay. Today's show brought to you by ExpressVPN. For peace of mind, get a VPN today. Don't wait. Go to expressvpn.com slash Bongino. Welcome to the Dan Bongino Show. Thank you for your great listenership again, back in the top 10 nationally. Thanks to you because you're the best audience in the business. So again, loaded show today. Let's get right to it. Big tech companies, they have a ton of power in our country today. And as private entities, they can operate pretty much as they choose. Protect your personal data from big tech with the VPN I trust for my online protection, ExpressVPN. When I use ExpressVPN, my connection gets rerouted through their secure, encrypted servers. So these big tech companies can't see my IP address at all. My internet activity becomes anonymized and my network data is encrypted. You should do it too. I recommend ExpressVPN to anyone who uses the internet, so pretty much everyone listening. And the best part is you don't need to be tech savvy to use ExpressVPN. Just download the app on your phone or computer. Just tap one button and you're protected. Protect your internet activity with the VPN I use every day. Visit expressvpn.com slash Bongino and get three months free on a one-year package. Go today. That's expressvpn.com slash Bongino to get three months extra free expressvpn.com slash Bongino. All right, Joe, let's go. There it is. There you go. The Rush Limbaugh bell. Ah. Honor the great Rush Limbaugh. By the way, I'll be uh, telling you a little bit about this later too. My friend, Matt Palumbo's awesome new book, Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> Stay tuned for that. How Cuomo and the Plaza... <laughs> <laughs> the cover's hilarious, isn't it? <laughs> how, how Cuomo and de Blasio ruined New York. More on this later. We'll get that. Pick that up today. All right. Before we get to the immigration debate, my first story out of the shoot here is um, this interesting concerted effort by the communist left. They are, they are communists. Let's not beat around the bush and play games with it all. To push conservative content out of social media, off the air, off of cable news. Um, they've become full-blown anti-free speech activists, the left, and they're labeling it all under misinformation. Joe, you've heard it. You and the audience yeah. have heard it a thousand times from the hapless Brian Stelters of the world, the Chuck Todds and, and others, the Oliver Darcy's at CNN. They say, gosh, we really got to get rid of people like Dan Bongino and Fox News and Sean Hannity, fill in the blank, anyone, Ben Shapiro, whatever it may be. New York Times jumps in uh, and says this too, because they're misinformation, disinformation specialists. We've heard that, right? We've, we've heard that. Mm -hmm. Well, this is interesting. I saw this article pop up about the deadly consequences of the disinformation, misinformation campaigns, endless ones promoted by the New York Times. It's not possible. It's not the New York. The New York Times are the ones pointing out the disinformation on the right. They're the good guys in this, right? They're the white knights. They're the beatified saints in this, right? We've heard that. 
New York Times, they're doing a public service by exposing massive amounts of disinformation on the right. That's really weird. Because when you look at this piece I have in the show notes today at Just Facts Daily, show notes, you can access at Bongino.com slash newsletter. The newsletter is the show notes. You'll see the sad, and I do mean sad. Not a joke, sarcasm time is over. The sad and deadly consequences of disinformation campaigns promoted by the New York Times. This piece has a litany of mistruths, misinformation, disinformation, and propaganda published by the New York Times that I will make the case to you in the next few moments have had deadly consequences. Literally, people have been hurt and died because of disinformation campaigns by left-wing media propagandists. From the piece, you'll see just one section here which cites some New York Times quotes and some information proving that these quotes by the New York Times are, in fact, not accurate. All right, from the Just the Facts Daily piece, here's some uh, instances of misinformation and disinformation, quote, spurring violence against police. According to the New York Times, quote, Black people suffer disproportionately from police brutality. The piece says, while disproven by facts from the academic journal Social, Psychological, and Personality Science, the FBI and left-leaning Center for Policy Equity. Second, many police officers see black men as expendable figures on the urban landscape, not quite human beings. Well, to get off, disproven by me, I was a police officer. I've never heard that ever. That's nonsense. But it says, disproven by facts from ProPublica, the Times' own source, and the U.S. DOJ. Third, quoted in the New York Times, black Americans, quote, are brutalized or killed by law enforcement officers who rarely, if ever, face consequences for their actions, end quote. Well, disproven by facts from the academic journal Criminal Justice Policy Review and the FBI. Now, folks, why does this matter? Why do these continued misinformation and disinformation campaigns by left-wing media outlets have absolutely deadly consequences? Why? Because, folks, people believe this stuff. You know, I was watching Tucker last night and he talked about this story. And I got to tell you, it's one of the few times I was like, darn, I wanted to talk about this tomorrow. And he beat me to the punch. He did. He has a great show. Hat tip to him for picking this out, too. Folks, liberals don't know anything. They are constantly misinformed about the state of affairs in the actual real world. And it has deadly consequences. That's not sarcasm. You doubt me? Look at this tweet by Zach Goldberg on his social media account. Quote, showing how little liberals know, and yet they vote for people who implement policies according to their worldview that's false. Quote, a recent nationally represent, a, a recent national survey commissioned by Skeptic Magazine asked respondents, follow this folks, to estimate the number of unarmed blacks killed by police in 2019. Fair question. How many unarmed black men or women were killed by police in 2019? Well, overall, 44%, nearly half of liberals, guessed 1,000 or more black citizens were killed unarmed. Black citizens were killed by police as compared to 20% of conservatives who believe this. You can see the chart right next to it. Rumble.com slash Bongino, if you'd actually like to look at the visuals here. Mm. That's interesting, Joe. Nearly half of liberals questioned thought that over 1,000 unarmed black men, black citizens, black men or women 
were killed by police officers in the United States in 2019, not armed, brutally mowed down, right? According to some of the left-leaning media narratives. Mm. That's fascinating. Yeah. Why is that fascinating? Because how many unarmed black men were actually killed by police officers in 2019? 27. Oh! You think? You were only off by a factor of, uh, what, 40? Wow. Now, you may say, all right, Dan, what's the breaking news here? Liberals don't know anything. We already know that. Liberals are misinformed about taxes, school choice, health care, communism, socialism, government regulation, just about everything, immigration policy. So what's the news here? Well, the news here, folks, is because liberals believe that there is a absolute pandemic of police murdering black men across the country who are unarmed, a fact not borne out by any statistics or reality at all. Liberals engage in publicly uh, public policy decisions which get you hurt. You. They get you hurt. I'll show you in a minute what I mean. I've got a series of articles showing how public policy decisions to defund the police because there is a misinformation campaign to make you believe that the police are hunting you down if you are black has led to decisions like defunding the police. And after defunding the police has had catastrophic consequences and attacks on the police, deadly consequences. We still have people, where is it? There it is. Gaslighting, here it is. Thank you, Gaslight movie guy who sent me this. Gaslighting you or lying to you convincingly what gaslighting is we still have people gaslighting and joe they're curious as to gosh why are homicide levels spiking in the united states after these endless attacks on police i I don't know i just can't figure it out look here's an article by the intercept (laughs) unbelievable what drove the historically large murder spike in 2020 now you would think the subtitle keep this subtitle. you would think the subtitle of the article would say Attacks on police, defunding the police, crapping on the police, making them feel terrible and not letting them enforce the law. Right, Joe? This is yeah. a reasonable a reasonable piece. You, yeah. you would think that, right? Yeah. But let's not try. Don't get ahead of yourself no. being reasonable. Like, come on, guy. <laughs> we are yeah. citing a, the intercept here. Here's the subtitle of it. So what drove the historically large murder spike in 2020? Uh, the pandemic, police violence, and more guns all contributed to an unprecedented rise in murders across the United States. Do you see? Do you see what they do? Do you see? They just can't tell you. And liberals believe it. I'm really sorry. Not all of you. I don't want to stereotype. But large swaths of liberals live in... It, it, they, you know, I, I use the example a lot because it's funny and a lot of people remember it. Remember the Seinfeld episode, right? George Costanza, who is like the loser in the show, you know, George Costanza, just he's like the guy, you know, he just can't do anything right. George's life is so bad. (laughs) Excuse me. George decides to do everything backwards and see how his life works out. He yells at his boss. He tells his dates. He lives with his mom. Remember that episode, Joe? And all of a sudden, what happens? George's luck changed. He gets a promotion. George Steinbrenner makes him like the president of the Yankees. The dates think he's the hottest guy around. It's a joke, of course, but that's the world liberals live in. 
where everything is backwards, but the catch is nothing works out. We have to defund the police. They're hunting down black men who are unarmed across the country and killing them. That's not true. You're just making it up as evidenced by your answers to a question where you were notably disinformed, uh, uh, you were misinformed because the New York Times and others, are you seeing how we're laying this out? Has been telling you this forever. And you're blaming right-wing media for disinformation and misinformation for exposing you guys? And even when you're exposed, people like The Intercept double and triple down. My gosh, what is it, Joe? Homicides spiking everywhere. We've been attacking the police, trying to defund them. What could it be? Oh my, what could it possibly? What? I just can't figure this out. Can somebody help me, please? Can we get the Karnak from the Johnny Carson? What did he used to put the thing to his head? What is it? It must be guns. And, and, and Americans love affair with guns, despite the fact that gun ownership historically over the past few decades has gone up and crime had gone down. That's really weird. They have no data to back that up. It, it must be the pandemic. It has to be. No, that's really weird because a lot of other crimes like property crimes have gone down in the pandemic. It's just homicides in many places. have gone. So you got to throw that out, too. But data, <laughs> data, shmada, who needs data? We're the New York Times and others. We can lie to liberals because they're dumb enough to believe it. Here is what sane people, Joe, like you and I would call the law of cause and effect. But irrational liberals will completely miss the, you ever, you know, remember in math class, you had the equal sign and then when things don't equal, they put the, the line through the equal. Yeah. And then when it may equal something, you put the squiggly equal. Remember that mm -hmm. stuff for you math folks out there. This is one of those conservatives get this, the connection I'll make in a minute. New York Times is going to equal the Star Tribune article we're going to put up in a minute, right? Equal sign. Liberals, do I have to, let's, folks, should I diagram this out? Paula, should we diagram this out? We should. Hold on, folks. I'm sorry, but we need to do a tutorial because there are some liberals listening who won't get this. So conservatives, these two equal, right? Mm -hmm. For you math folks out there. For liberals, this won't equal. For some persuadable Democrats who were smart, it may equal after we're done. Okay? I Just a little diagram, a little help for That's the libs listening. <laughs> That's a lot. That's a lot. I know. Dude. But this is important stuff. I know, I know it's a lot. We're getting ahead of her. It's a very scientific show today. So here you go. Liberal disinformation campaign. Um, New York Times headline. Minneapolis will dismantle its police force, council members pledge. Why wouldn't they, Joe? Minneapolis was told the police are hunting down randomly black men to shoot them when they're unarmed. Folks, that's pretty scary. If I happen to be black, I agree. I would be terrified. It's a plague of black men and women being shot dead, unarmed in the street. A plague. Over a thousand a year. Except there's not over a thousand. 27. So that leads to headlines like this in the New York Times. Now, again, conservatives get the equals here. Um, that equals this. Star Tribune. In Minnesota, Minneapolis to consider bringing in outside police officers amid shortage. Wait a minute. Can someone grab my thing? 
We need, can you grab my equals thingy? We got, we need, I'm sorry, I threw the equals thing. Thank you, Paula. You can just chuck it right back. Paula really exists. Some of you don't believe, look at that, you see it? See, that was not a ghost, it was not Casper. Here we go. Equal, equal, equal. Minnesota defunds its police, equals a rise in crime. Therefore, Star Tribune, Minneapolis has to consider bringing in outside police officers amid shortage. Liberals don't get it. Disconnect. Don't equal. Even semi-persuadable Democrats are starting to get this. Well, that might equal. I may need this again. (laughs) (laughs) Do you get now the deadly consequences legitimately? Sorry about the emotional ups and downs and vicissitudes of the show here, but this roller coaster emotionally matters to me. I was a police officer matters people's safety and security matter what does tax policy matter if you're dead seriously what what does obamacare versus free market healthcare matter if you're dead what does school choice policy matter if every day you come home from school you're subject to being dead and being robbed and murdered or raped or assaulted what what what, what does any what does that even matter But because liberals believe in deadly misinformation campaigns by people like the New York Times and elsewhere, they believe they're being hunted by police, which is factually entirely, it's false, it's made up, it's a gaslighting narrative. They then enact policies like defunding their police, which leads to people then really dying, which then leads people like Minneapolis and and, and crazy liberals in Minneapolis to say, hey, maybe we should bring the cops back because Joe, I don't want to die. Just a note for those of you who think I'm a hater out there because you're liberals and you just don't know me or listen to my show. I don't want you to die. They said, well, Dan, that's obvious. No, it's not to liberals. Liberals are insane. They really don't understand what's in my heart. I want you to live and prosper. I was a police officer in a largely minority community and I dedicated my life to it for a couple of years, but it mattered to me. Didn't do it for the money. It mattered. You deserve it. You're American citizens too. And you should be asking your leaders, why is my neighborhood going under in Minneapolis? Because I have to listen to these liberal idiots. Why do I have to walk to school and worry about getting killed every day? Why? Because the people in charge chose it to be that way. All right. Let me get to my second sponsor on the other side of this. I want to get to a video. Back to Thomas Sowell. Back to Thomas Sowell. Because when we need guidance on why liberals simply cannot embrace facts. I just gave you facts. A poll where liberals don't understand the facts. They believe thousands of black men a year being hunted by the police and killed. It, it, that is not a fact. You understand that that's made up. That is not, a, that's not the real world. That's the George Costanza world. That's not real. It's fake. So Thomas Sowell has this great segment on, on, uh, on uh, their Hoover Institution thing with Thomas Sowell, where he does stuff, where he just takes on AOC and AOC's uh, not love affair with the facts, where AOC just says things. And it's really a great video clip you're going to want to see. Let me get to my second sponsor today. Our friends at, I'm really hungry. So um, that's the only troublesome spot uh, uh, part about reading this spot here, because it makes my mouth (laughs) water and the ad uh, tough to get through. Omaha Steaks. There we go. You ever wonder? Got got ahead of me there. What makes Omaha steaks so darn good? It's the aging process. They age their steaks 21 days because that's the sweet spot. It's where all the magic happens. 
You can try their absolutely delicious, delectable, mouthwatering. You could cut them with a plastic butter knife steaks in their Butcher's Best Sellers Grill Pack. It includes four of their iconic and fork tender Butcher's Cut Filet Mignons. Four ultra juicy, incredible burgers. You want, If you're hungry right now, your mouth's going to start watering because they're that good, they're burgers. You won't eat another burger out there. Four, this is the only, that's the only downside. It'll ruin burgers for you forever because theirs are that good. Four savory pork, pork chops, desserts, and so much more. How do you get this great deal? Go to omahasteaks.com and enter Bongino, my last name, B-O-N-G-I-N-O, in the search bar for a special price on the Butcher's Best Sellers Package. Plus, plus, you'll get four more chicken breasts and four more of the burgers I just mentioned for free. Omaha Steaks has been the leader in gourmet steaks and food since 1917. No one comes close to matching the flavor, tenderness, and the value of Omaha Steaks. There's no better uh, taste and flavor for this value. None. Every order is flash frozen, vacuum sealed, safely delivered, and uh, cooler with dry, safe to your door, ready to cook in a freezer. You can keep it there for months. All backed by their unconditional 100% money back guarantee. How do you get this deal again? Go to omahasteaks.com. Don't wait. Don't wait. Type keyword Bongino in the search bar. To get my special deal, order the Butcher's Best Seller Pack today. Don't forget, you can get four free uh, chicken breasts and four burgers. That's omahasteaks.com. Keyword Bongino. Don't wait. All right, thanks, Omaha Steaks. So as I said to you, the great Thomas Sowell, I always go to him when we need to be reset in reality and get out of the George Costanza Seinfeld episode and go back to the real world, not bizarro Superman land. Here's Thomas Sowell. You're going to hear an open with AOC spewing some nonsense. And Thomas Sowell talking about the left's problem with this thing, Joe, of called the facts and the real world. It's an ongoing problem they really, really should address sometime. Check out the great Thomas Sowell. I think that there's a lot of people more concerned about being precisely, factually, and semantically correct than about being morally right. We're raising whole generations. Uh, who, 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 who regard facts as more or less optional. And they're, they're being taught that it's important to have views. And they're not being taught that it's important to know what you're talking about. It's important to hear the opposite viewpoint. And more important, to learn how to distinguish whether, why viewpoint A and viewpoint B are different and which one has the most evidence or logic behind it. They disregard that. They hear something and they hear some rhetoric and they run with it. Get some facts first. Know what you're talking about before you start spouting out this kind of stuff. <laughs> I love this guy. How do you not, how do you not love this guy? Now, listen, I don't have the gravitas of the presidential office to give out awards, okay? I just run Bongino Inc., not the White House. But if there was, you know, that you know, there's a presidential medal of freedom. If there was the Dan Bongino Medal of Freedom, I would have Thomas Sowell on the set, but he would never come and accept it because nobody wants the Dan Bongino Medal of Freedom, okay? No, even Dan Bongino, because it's probably worthless. But if I had one and I had the gravitas to do it, to use the dreaded DC buzz term, I would do the ceremony all official with Thomas Sowell right around the neck. Where they give him the old award, we can all clap, give him a proclamation. I hereby declare... Today, I would do it in a minute. The man is just one of the greatest minds of our time. That statement there, Joe, it's it's deeper than it sounds. You know, it sounds like he's making a joke, but mm -hmm. he's right. This new generation of leftists, which feels entitled to an opinion without actually having any facts to back it up. And then 
Yeah, I mean, the beginning of that's great because it's AOC who is seriously one of the. If there were the opposite of intellectual titans, AOC's it. She's like, I don't really have a lot of facts, but precision with facts doesn't really matter because we're morally right. You are, you're morally right. So you get the facts wrong in a disinformation campaign against the police, making people believe they're being hunted in the streets, which is in fact false. That leads to defunding the police in cities like Minneapolis, which leads to increases in crime where people get hurt and killed, which leads then to a call to refund and bring in more police. Yet precision doesn't matter and you're morally right and we're the idiots. Explain that again, please. Explain that again, please. What did I miss there? And please explain to me again how the New York Times, Washington Post, uh, Brian Stelter, CNN, Oliver Darcy, and the other disinformation, misinformation specialists. These are propagandists and very specific tactical misinformation specialists. Explain to me again how they're not leading to the downfall of the United States through silly propaganda efforts like this that turn deadly. Explain. I'd love to hear it. I'd love to hear it. They're all entitled to an opinion entirely divorced from actual facts. That's their worldview. I'm entitled to an opinion. I am a liberal snowflake. Is your opinion actually based in any reality? Hell no. Who needs that? Get the point if you're watching the video. All right, moving on. (laughs) You know, I'm working on another um, audio podcast product for you, a news product. I'll have more on that in the future, but it's interesting. I was talking to one of the guys doing it. Maybe the same guy. And uh, he was asking me how you transition from stories and how I do it. I'm like, I don't know. I just say, let's go to the next story. (laughs) I don't know. Like, that's how I do talk radio. Are there rules for this? I don't know. If there are, I never read them. Hmm. How do you get to the next story? Joe, you've been in radio a while. Is there like some kind of rule? No. Yeah, you're supposed to. It's very personal. What do we do? We're like, yeah, "Yeah, we're done with this. Yeah, very personal. Yeah, it is, I guess. We're like, nah, I don't feel like talking about that. Let's just go to the next. That's how I do it. I don't know. If there's some radio textbook, I never read it. Maybe I should. Maybe we'd have even more listeners. Who knows? All right, moving on. (laughs) There you go. What a transition. I moved on from that, even though it wasn't a story. (laughs) No debate frustrates me more. None. None than the immigration debate. There are a lot, the tax debate, the school choice debate, the healthcare debate, the regulations debate, the socialism debate. But I've got to tell you, I'm not kidding. Nothing frustrates me more than the immigration debate because there really is no debate. When you're talking to sane people, again, not the radical left, because it, it doesn't matter. They're not rational. They're this, they're the George Costanzas. They do everything backwards, but nothing works out. George Steinbrenner fires them. So if there's really no debate, and as I said in the beginning of the show, immigration is largely common sense. We are a country, therefore a country delineates borders, right? Or else it's not a country, it's a a suggestion of a country, right? I'm, I'm just checking. If we had a country with no definable borders, how is it a country? Yeah. Here's the United States. And then Joe points to Mexico and Canada, um, Little Joe points to what you would traditionally call the United States. Another person points just to the continental United States. Another person points to Florida. You're like, wait, I thought this was a country, meaning there's some unifying definition as to what is. No, no, we all think it's something different because there's no borders. That's rational, right? Like how the irrational nature of that is, is rational, like how stupid that would be. 
So we all agree a country should have some definable delineation point in a border. Uh, sane, sane, sane people, right? We all agree. Secondly, right? That if a country has a border, that you should probably, if you come into the country, have a process for enforcing what that border is. Because if you had a border and you sent a message around the world that said, listen, we've got this border on a map of where the United States begins and ends. But here's the hard reality, folks. We don't really care. Do what you want. Fly in, walk in, boat in, whatever you have to do. Jog in, run in, sprint in, bear crawl in, doing a CrossFit workout. We don't care. The border's just a suggestion. You'd probably say, well, that's not a good idea either because, you know, we have problems with narco trafficking, child trafficking, um, illegal immigration would become a really, really big problem, right? Right. So sane people are probably like, no, a border sounds like a good idea. And checking folks who come in probably sounds like a good idea too. So, so why, why is there a debate? <laughs> You've been watching the show, right? Because the same reason there's a debate about defunding the police. Because liberal disinformation networks, CNN, MSNBC, the Washington Post, the New York Times, and other prominent liberals, Kamala Harris, Joe Biden, and others, have the American people believing that we don't really need a border, that it's unnecessary and there'll be no problems associated. We should just open up the country because, Joe, it's compassionate. Hmm. So people make really stupid decisions based on misinformation. You doubt me? Showing you how these people are just lying to you and that they don't even believe what they're telling you. Just like people telling you that the police are hunting down black men in mass and shooting them dead unarmed in mass. Just like the people telling you that, you know, the AOCs of the world and others don't actually believe it. Here is proof, hard proof in this one minute and what, 15 second video clip that Joe Biden and Kamala Harris don't believe that their immigration policies are real either because when Donald Trump did the same thing with immigration, in other words, detained people who entered the country illegally in an immigration facility, they called it, and I'm quoting, a human rights abuse when Trump did it. Human, human rights abuse. In other words, they were the compassionate ones. You can't let people, they, the same facility, they put people who crossed the country illegally. That same facility is open right now under Joe Biden. Whoa, 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 whoa. Time out. Hold on. Red flag, red flag. Review. Under the hood for review, folks. My relief band in the way. So when this facility to detain people who entered the country illegally was opened under Trump, it was a human rights abuse. But weird. Now it's open under Biden and it's totally different, Joe. Play Biden spokeswoman Jen Psaki responding to a question about this very specific thing from Peter Ducey, who's like, wait, wait, the media told us this was a massive human rights abuse just a few years ago, but now no problems at all. Peter Ducey, of course, works for Fox because no other media outlet would touch this. Check this out. It's the same facility that was open for a month in the Trump administration, summer 2019. That is when Joe Biden said... Under Trump, there have been horrifying scenes at the border of kids being kept in cages. And Kamala Harris said, uh, basically, babies in cages is a human rights abuse being committed by the United States government. So how is this any different than that? We very much feel that way. 
Uh, and so the, these are facilities. Let me, be, let me be clear here. One, there's a pandemic going on. I'm sure you're not suggesting that we have children right next to each other uh, in ways that are not COVID safe, are you? I'm suggesting that Kamala Harris said that this facility, putting people in this facility, was a human rights abuse committed by the United States government. And Joe Biden said, under Trump, there have been horrifying scenes of border uh, at the border of kids being kept in cages. Now it's not under Trump; it's under Biden. This is not kids being kept in cages. This is this is kids. This is a facility that was opened that's going to follow the same standards as other HHS facilities. It is not a replication. Certainly not. That's that is never our intention of replicating the immigration policies of the past administration. Hmm. Hmm. Mm. Mm. <laughs> that's 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 really weird. That's that's really really weird. They're not being kept in cages, Joe. No, Joe. Joe. Now they're yeah. being kept in shipping containers. Oh. Shipping containers. Well, much better. Oh, much better. Yes, that's much better. better. Definitely not a human rights abuse. I mean, shipping. You can actually look, folks. They're shipping containers. You definitely don't want to put them in cages. You definitely want to stick them in shipping containers instead. Jeez. That's totally not a human rights abuse. You know. Now you see why we live in this world of left-wing misinformation where left-wing media folks like the New York Times, the Washington Post, CNN, and MSNBC are pumping out reams of false information and propaganda with no facts to back it up. Like Thomas Sowell said, they think they're entitled to an opinion with no facts. And then when the facts confront them, where's my guy? They... Gaslight, thank you, Captain Gaslight Guy, movie guy. They gaslight you again. This movie's coming in very handy. I got to find the name of the dude who sent that. May have been a woman, sorry. When they're confronted with the painful fact, like, wait, wait, guys, 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 guys. You media folks and everything, Peter Ducey from Fox, you told us this was a human rights abuse. And yet you're putting these kids back in the same human rights abusing, quote, facility? No, no, coronavirus, shipping containers are better. It's all BS and you keep falling for it if you're a liberal. You know, pretty much sum this up. I saw this on Cabot Phillips' social media account yesterday. Cabot Phillips is a Republican uh, activist, I believe. He had this handy chart to understanding liberals' um, love affair with misinformation and disinformation. This chart is very scientific. Joe, get ready. Throw that up on the screen. If you can check this out at rumble.com slash Bongino, please subscribe to our video show. We put a lot of work into it. This chart is very scientific and it breaks down how exactly this works. So it starts with box one. It's kind of a binary question. Is Donald Trump president? If your answer is yes, and you go up to the uh, fork in the road there, mm-hmm. Then you have three options for these immigration facilities. You can call them cages, concentration camps, or jail cells. That's if Donald Trump is president. Thank you, Kevin. Now he has another handy little fork in the road. Is Donald Trump the president? No, no. When Donald Trump is not the president, these very same facilities, Joe, are called temporary structures, emergency facilities. And overflow camps. This is a very handy chart. It is, thank you, Cabot. He summed it up. It explains everything. It explains everything. The exact same facility, but it doesn't really matter because when, you know, if Joe Biden's in office, it's the same, but it's not really the same. It's to be defined a different way. Again, gaslighting. What is gaslighting? Telling a lie often, which the media does. Black men are being hunted, unarmed around the country. Tell it confidently. 
Say that it's a lie. It's not based in any objective reality whatsoever. But say it confidently. No, no, I swear. I swear those are those are concentration camps Donald Trump is is uh is putting together on the southern border. I swear black men are being killed and hunted down and masked by the police. Say it confidently, say the lie, say it confidently. What is step three of the gaslighting process? Otherwise known as lying and propagandizing. You have to isolate people from the truth. And that's what the New York Times, the Washington Post, CNN, and MSNBC do by their coordinated, coordinated misinformation campaigns. And I don't mean coordinated like there's some central Borg-like figure. I just mean because they're liberals, they just know what to do. They don't need instructions. But it's coordinated in a more philosophical sense. They know how to lie in tandem. Lie lie confidently, and isolate people from the truth so they never see it. If you didn't see Peter Ducey yesterday's name, you wouldn't realize that the exact same facility that they called under Trump a human rights abuse, our current vice president, Kamala Harris, is now open under current vice president, Kamala Harris. How do you break out of gaslighting? You don't fall for Option three, don't isolate yourself from the truth. Seek out hard facts and reality, which you get on this show, which liberals laugh at. Ha ha, it's so funny. The damn bungee, no show facts. Really, we've exposed you repeatedly, the left, repeatedly for your lying. All right, um, let me get to my third sponsor. And on the other side of this, I've been getting a lot of questions and you were right. You were right. I've been getting a lot of questions about Dan. Okay, we're ready. We dust it off. We're upset about the last election. You should be. There should be a Supreme Court hearing about the disaster in Pennsylvania and Arizona, but the Supreme Court has abdicated its responsibility. But a woman emailed me yesterday. I read your emails. And she said, what do we do? Now, on the what do we do front, not talk about, I have always been hesitant to get into the candidate business. And I'll tell you why. I've run for office myself and... Candidly, folks, I'm consistently disappointed by candidates. I'm sorry, but it's true. They ask me to get involved. I get involved. Right, Paula? And they, she's like shaking her head. They almost always disappoint you later. And it just pisses me off. Can I say that? Sorry, I just did. Sorry, kids. But I'm going to try to do my best here to venture back into the candidate game because the primary season for 2022 has already started. And we have to start getting rid of these disastrous Republican deadweight, you know, moss growing on a rock uh, politicians who are terrible. We got to start. So I've got one for you, I think, coming up next. I'm hoping. My fingers are crossed. Paula's like, who's that? She doesn't even know. I haven't told you. We got a new system here. Even Paula used to know everything beforehand. She's now a little bit in the dark, which is good. Suspense. A suspense is good. Suspense is good. Today's show brought to you by our friends at Rock Auto, Joe's favorite sponsor ever of all time. Listen, chain stores have price tiers for professional mechanics and do-it-yourselfers. RockAuto.com's prices are the same for everybody. Reliably low prices. Yes, that's right for everyone. RockAuto.com always offers the lowest prices possible rather than changing prices based on what the market will bear, you know, like what airlines do. RockAuto.com's for everyone. It does not require membership or any account login. 
RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Two zero. Go to RockAuto.com. Shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic car or your daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks. Save money, save time, have it delivered directly to your door. Go to rockauto.com. Their catalog is super easy to navigate. Joe can vouch for it. He loves it. He uses it all the time because yep. he is a professional. Uh, he is a pro- un- he is a non-professional professional mechanic himself, Joe. He fixes his own car because he's good like that. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand, specs, and prices you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low. And again, the same for the pros and do-it-yourselfers. Don't spend up to twice as much for the same parts. Go today to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car truck. Do us one favor, please. Please write Bongino, B-O-N-G-I-N-O, in that how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you. Please, it helps us a lot. It's an amazing selection, reliably low prices. All the parts your car will ever need. All the parts your car will ever need. All the parts your car. Taking it up. Is that like an octave every time? Maybe we'll get Barry Gibb for a falsetto. All the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. 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 Very dramatic ending to RockAuto.com. Go today. They're awesome. Joe, you love them, right? I love them. Yeah, I do. They're cheap. I know you. They're great. When he brought him on. He was like, mm-hmm. Joe was like, do I get some freebies from? No, he didn't say that. He didn't. I'm just kidding. He did not say that. I swear he did not. So I'm just messing with him. All right, getting back to the show. So uh, again, I used to stay out of the candidate business, but I'm going to try to venture in slowly. Let's hope we're not disappointed. But here's a very promising candidate getting ready to take on in, uh, what is it? Illinois 16th Congressional District. A new congressional candidate just jumped in. Catalina Lauf. Catalina Lauf, I'm loving this video. I'm going to play about, what, 17, 18 seconds of her intro video. Who is she taking on? The disastrous, failed, discredited, disgraced congressman from Illinois, a joke of a politician, Adam Kinzinger, a, 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 a not even a rhino. This guy's not even a, this guy's a full-blown leftist. Adam Kinzinger, if we can beat Adam Kinzinger in a primary, this would be huge. Here's our first entrant, uh, the Dan Bongino candidate sweepstakes. Let's. She looks good, and a lot of people I know are vouching for her. Catalina Lauf, L-A-U-F. And let me just give her a website before you see this uh, little teaser video here at the beginning. Catalina with a C, for F-O-R, congress.com. You got it? Catalina for congress.com. Check this out. I'm a firm believer in the American motto, united we stand, divided we fall. And we need to be united now more than ever. I never thought I'd primary a fellow Republican, but is Congressman Adam Kinzinger really a Republican anymore? He isn't, and we have the proof. (laughs) No beating around a bush there. The video is about three minutes. It's very good. I encourage you to look at it. You can check it out on our social media accounts, but go to CatalinaForCongress.com and maybe we should start showing our support. You're asking me, I'm getting this a lot. What can we do? Well, now you can do something. You're in our district, stop by. She probably has a campaign headquarters that has a contact button on our website, CatalinaForCongress.com. Check it out. Contact her. If you're in Illinois, you don't have to be in her district. I had people when I ran for Congress in Maryland that didn't even live in Maryland. People lived in Virginia were volunteering for my campaign. You want to know what you can do? That's what you can do. Go help her out. Let's get rid of Kinzinger. He's a total mess. All right. 
moving on. So uh, just a quick update. I've been getting a lot of questions because I did mention the health situation on Hannity, and I really sincerely do not want to make this show about my health. There are people in far, far worse condition than me. Uh, and it's, um, you know, I was watching a movie last night. I'm not going to say which one, but I was watching it with Paul a few minutes at the end. And there's a one of the actors in the movie. It's based on a real story. That's the only reason I bring it up. Was informed he had a deadly disease and only had about 60 days to live. And the scene is pretty traumatic. And I said to Paula, can you imagine what it's like to hear that? How devastating, how everything you thought was you were going to see, thought you were going to live through your daughter's wedding or whatever it may be has been truncated into a 60-day block of your life. I mean, what do you do? Do you uh, really? I, it's what, uh, what, a, what a horror. There are people in that very real situation. And I want to Make sure you understand that I'm not anybody's victim. And I just feel like because you've lived with me for five, six, seven years of my life that uh, I say things on other shows and I don't say them here. And people email me. They say, why didn't you say it in your own show? And, you know, because it's complicated. I just, you know, I really just don't want to make this show about some kind of like weird sob story. You know, I I was diagnosed with cancer, which is really kind of sucks. It's still weird saying that. So I thought I was free um, of it. And I just rang that bell, which felt really good to do because I had finished my radiation and chemo. And um, they found some nodules on my lungs, three of them. And uh, we don't know what they are. I should know hopefully by next week or maybe the week after that. But, uh, you know, for all you medical pros out there, we don't know what they are. And it's really weird. I'm obviously hoping they're not cancer. But uh, could I have had COVID, coronavirus, was there some damage on my lungs from chemo? What is it? I don't know. It's just really freaking me out. So just a quick update, but I think I'll be okay. And either way, it's treatable. And I just want you to know I'm nobody's victim. I haven't even missed the show since we started cancer treatment ever. And I and and I I don't plan on if I can help it because there's just too much going on. But speaking of COVID, because I'm wondering, did I have COVID? Was there some lung damage from COVID? Even the doctor was openly on the phone. We were chatting yesterday. I have great doctors, Dr. Iannotti, local, and his terrific staff, and an MD Anderson. I had some good doctors at Sloan, but I'm wondering. And uh, I saw this article this morning in Town Hall about about COVID, and it cites another article by the Wall Street Journal, uh, in the Wall Street Journal, by Marty McCary, who uh, works over at Fox News. I think he's a contributor over there. He's a doctor. And the question's starting to emerge, like, what are the Democrats going to do? This is a great piece at Red, uh, Red, uh, excuse me, Town Hall. Forgive me uh, if I said Red State. Town Hall. Why the Democrats' COVID lockdown regime could come crashing down by April. Matt Vespa, Town Hall. Be in the show notes. Please subscribe to the show notes. We're almost at 500,000 people. Bongino.com slash newsletters, how you access the show notes. The newsletter, again, is the show notes. And it addresses, the reason I'm citing the Wall Street Journal piece in the Town Hall piece is the Town Hall piece is great. And I want you to read that too, because it, it addresses really two things, folks, how the Democrats have used a, a very serious crisis with COVID-19 and coronavirus to do two things, economic lockdowns and school closures. The information though now, getting the theme of the show, the information backing that up, that we should keep the economy locked down and schools closed is almost non-existent, just like the information that police are hunting down thousands of black men and shooting them unarmed is non-existent too. The evidence isn't there, but people still believe it. But that evidence is going to get harder and harder to, one more time, gaslight people with, because what's the third component of gaslighting? Lie, lie often. What's number three? Keep them insulated. You have to isolate Mm -hmm. people. Yes. Yes, mm-hmm. and it's going to get harder to insulate people from a 
deadly pandemic where everybody should stay in their house, never leave, keep their kids out of school and starve to death first. It's going to get harder to isolate people from the truth as people start to ask around and realize that, you know, everybody had COVID a little while ago. I knew friends who had all, not many people getting COVID. I don't see a lot of infections around here. So why am I keeping my kid out of school and my business going bankrupt? Uh, I'm, I'm wondering. So the core of the town, the core premise of the town hall article is this doctor, Marty Macri, saying, hey, by April, this coronavirus pandemic, at least, not that there's not going to be infections and it's not going to be, it'll always be serious and it will remain a threat forever. The coronavirus is here. It's never going anywhere. But the level of threat will be so low by April, it's going to be really hard to isolate people from the truth anymore and gaslight them into believing economic lockdowns and closing the schools are a good idea. From the town hall piece and the Wall Street Journal, this is Marty Macri. He says, amid the dire COVID warnings, one crucial fact has been largely ignored. Cases are down 77%, not 7.7, 77% over the past six weeks. If a medication slash cases by 77%, we call it a miracle pill. Why is the number of cases plummeting much faster than the experts, Joe, predicted? The experts. In large part, because natural immunity from prior infection is far more common than can be measured by testing. You see why I threw that in the beginning, this health update? Was I infected with coronavirus and didn't even know? Is that what's in my lungs? I don't know. I have no idea. Sorry, let me get off your back to the quote. Testing has been capturing only 10 to 25% of infections, depending on when during the pandemic someone got the virus. Applying a time-weighted case capture average of 1 in 6.5 to the cumulative 28 million confirmed cases would mean about 55% of Americans already have natural immunity. What Dr. Macari, or Macri, forgive me, I'm not saying the name wrong intentionally, Macri is saying is, depending on when you were infected, if you were infected during a really heavy spike, Joe, the chances of you getting a test or whatever may have been minimized because of delays and things like that. So depending on when exactly you got the virus and if you were symptomatic or not, we didn't capture all the cases. Hence, we have this weird statistic called confirmed cases where we know through a test. I say weird because that doesn't mean all the cases. That just means people who were tested. But if a large number of people are asymptomatic, possibly me, and we'll know soon, possibly me, then it's kind of weird to use a confirmed cases that doesn't give you the total number of cases. But you can extrapolate some data from that. And if the confirmed cases are only a small portion of actual cases, that means, Joe, a whole lot of people may now have some natural immunity to this virus. Mm-hmm. Meaning that when you combine that with the vaccine, if you choose to take it or not, of course, it's up to you, the many vaccines, you may have an April a pandemic that's been severely diminished, thank the Lord. And I'm not using his name in vain. And all of a sudden, you're gaslighting. You're not going to be able to isolate people from the truth anymore. People are going to look around and say, well, my neighbors are healthy. My family's healthy. I haven't heard anything in my neighborhood about a mass outbreak. Why again are we doing this? Well, the liberals are doing it because, number one, they wanted to soften us up to their tyranny with their lockdowns to get us used to them being in charge. Remember that piece I played from Naomi Wolf at the end of yesterday's show? If you haven't seen it, it is a must watch. And secondly, they want to keep schools closed so they can cater to the teachers' unions. It's really that simple. All right, let me get to my last sponsor. I want to show you this book again because it's awesome. 
And uh, I would really appreciate if you'd take care of Matt Palumbo. Uh, one, it's a good book, not just, you know, it's not a charity drive. It's a great, great book. I read it. I love it. Um, so I want to get into that. I want to get to my last sponsor. And let's see. Oh, I really do need to talk about Parler too for a second. I've been getting a lot of questions about that. Gee, you were right. You're right. He's like, you're never going to get to this David French story. He's probably right. We'll see. Maybe, maybe I'll prove him wrong. Maybe I'll just do it just to prove him wrong. Ha! We the people holsters. We're living in uncertain times and millions have come to realize the importance of the Second Amendment. If you're looking for the perfect accessory to go with that perfect firearm, get an American-made holster from We the People Holsters. This is my actual We the People holster. Why am I looking through it like that? Because you'll notice something. It says We the People on it. This is custom molded to your firearm. It's not some one-size-fits-all piece of junk where you put the firearm in and it's bouncing all over. Put it in, you get that click, that nice, how you see that? This is mine. Starting at just $40, We The People holsters are custom molded to fit your exact firearm. They have thousands of options, including an, including an amazing selection of printed holsters. Their proprietary clip design allows you to adjust the cant and the ride of the holster so it's comfortable and secure at all times. Go to wethepeopleholsters.com slash Dan. Get that URL right. While you're there, check out their premium printed hoodies, long sleeve shirts, and their new EDC tactical gun belt, which is awesome. Comes paired with a patented Cobra buckle. Every holster and gun belt comes with a lifetime guarantee. If it's not the perfect fit, send it back for a full refund. We the people holsters.com slash Dan. Get an additional $10 off. We love promo codes with the offer code Dan. We the people holsters.com slash Dan. We the people holsters.com slash Dan. All right. I got to motor through this quick. So uh, quickly, I told you I'd tell you about Parler, what was going on with Parler. I'm getting a lot of quick. Damn, what's going on with Parler? Here's the deal, folks, with Parler, because it's important. I am still an investor in Parler. I will remain such for as long as I want my money and assets tied up in there. I still think it is a, a uh, obviously, or else I wouldn't be an investor, um, that it is a great alternative to the uh, tech tyrants at Twitter, Facebook, and elsewhere. Uh, having said that, I'm as of today, I believe, no longer involved really with the day-to-day. I'm sorry. Um, I've got a lot going on in my life. It's nothing personal. It's just, um, I just can't, folks. I've got a lot going on in my life. Um, it's really that simple. I've got too many things to do. Um, so I get a lot of emails about, hey, what's up with Parla? And I understand that. But uh, candidly, folks, you have to send it to, to them. I'm not abandoning them or anything like that. I just, um, I have to get control over my life a little bit. There's a lot going on right now. So um, I am not involved in the day-to-day. I don't know the new interim CEO at all. I don't have anything personal against him. I told you yesterday the ridiculous fairy tale that he's involved with George Soros is so funny. I thought it was a joke when I first read it, Uh, but I don't know him at all. Um, So I'll leave it at that. All right. I am going to do this David French story because I just want to prove Guy wrong. Ah, just kidding. I love Guy. He's a good man. So while we're talking about Parler, I'm I'm trying on my show to, I'm trying. It's not working out really well, but I'm trying on my show to not hit people directly as much. But some people are so worthy of condemnation because of their rank hypocrisy ignorance and dangerous stupidity. People who put out, you know, rumors like the Russian collusion hoax is real and which caused people to believe the former president of the United States, Donald Trump was a traitor. Uh, People put out rumors like the police are hunting black men and shooting them by the thousands. These are dangerous. 
they lead people to make really dangerous, pernicious, stupid decisions. Well, one of those collusion hoaxers was a, a guy who pretended to be a Republican apparently forever. It was a guy by the name of David French at National Review, who is uh, really an example of the depravity in our modern uh, Trump environment, because we're still in it. May not be in the Trump presidency, but Donald Trump still dominates the media cycle. Donald Trump broke David French, who uh, really has shown he has no principles at all. And it only matters um, in light of what I just discussed with Parler, because David French, who pretended to be a Republican forever, again, a big PP tape hoaxer, um, apparently wasn't smart enough to figure out that the collusion hoax was a hoax. I guess he's not that bright. But it's interesting. Yesterday, uh, I brought up a story. Was it yesterday? I think it was yesterday. About Amazon engaged in book burning. I don't use Amazon anymore uh, because they're a farce. They're in the book burning business and they burned a book by Ryan T. Anderson, a book called When Harry Became Sally, Responding to the Transgender Moment. So Amazon's in the book burning business and pulled the book off the shelves because it didn't meet the liberal priorities. And Amazon's a largely, uh, not largely, it's a liberal company. So David French, we agree that this was unacceptable, chimes in. He says, wow, I hope this is a mistake, Amazon. Here's his tweet. If not, then it's absurd and unacceptable. Wow, you said, what are you hitting David French for? We agree. Because David French apparently is friendly with Ryan T. Anderson. I've never met Ryan T. Anderson in my life. I just have principles and I actually believe in things like book burning probably not being a good idea. But not David French. He loves tech tyranny by Amazon and others. He loves it when they're not his friends and people who support the MAGA movement, like a lot of folks on Parler and me who's an investor in Parler. Uh, this is the same David French on his Twitter profile. Again, big free speech, Joe, civil rights activist, hmm. David French. I say that laughing, of course. Here's his Twitter account. I'd encourage everyone. When Amazon, by the way, deplatformed Parler and took us off of Amazon Web Services. This is him. I'd encourage everyone who believes that Amazon must host Parler's content to read Amazon's brief. The power of the state should not be used to force Americans to host and help disseminate mass amounts of death threats and insurrectionary content. He then went on later, by the way, I don't have this tweet up, to say that, yeah, Parler couldn't control that. David French doesn't, number one, doesn't know anything about Parler at all. Uh, David French is one of these pseudo-intellectual buffoons who constantly opines on things he has no idea about. He doesn't even understand the Parler moderation process, but he opines about it and supports Amazon's deplatforming of Parler, despite the fact that Facebook and Twitter actually had a bigger role in the, quote, hosting of violent content because David French and facts never, ever meet. David French is actually the guy, whether Thomas Sowell knows, Thomas Sowell was talking about in that quote, although David French thinks he's Thomas Sowell. Showing you what a character-free buffoon this coward is, because he is. Here's David French again, stomping on Rush Limbaugh's grave. Rush Limbaugh, 10,000 times the man David French will ever be. From his Twitter account. Full of stupidity, by the way. Rush Limbaugh shaped and mirrored his generation, the angriest conservative generation. Ideas took a backseat to opposition. Ideology is malleable. <laughs> Ideology is malleable from this buffoon who can't even decide if he loves or hates Amazon when they deplatform his friends. He goes on, the confrontation is mandatory. That's the migration Rush made. That's the migration millions made. So, you know, David. French zero principles, spineless jellyfish. Dan, you said you wouldn't make it personal. I'm sorry. This guy's the epitome of everything wrong with America today. So it's clear, Joe, from that tweet, he just doesn't like Limbaugh. Yeah. Limbaugh is an angry guy, fostered a non-ideological, dopey, malleable generation. He said that, right? That's weird because when Limbaugh used to talk about his articles, here's the same David French, same, same guy, same guy. For those of you who know Mike Bill Clinton, sorry, <laughs> same guy. Here's the same David French on his Twitter account. When Rush is reading this piece, I humbly submit that it's worth your read too. 
Of course, it's his article in National Review. He tweeted that back in 2016. <laughs> love, he loved, he loved, he loved Rush when Rush put out his article. Really weird. You know what's really strange? I've actually cited David French too because I mistakenly thought at times that he was a principled human being. Um, he, he's, he's not. Beware. Beware of people like David French. They're pseudo-intellectuals. They're the same pseudo-intellectual soul as talking about. People who aren't married to facts, whose principles are malleable, despite the fact that French thinks he's calling out people whose, quote, principles are malleable. Our principles are the same. So much so that I don't even like David French. And when I thought he had something to say, oh, there's another one of these? Oh, this I totally forgot about that. When I thought he had something to say, I actually put his work out there, despite the fact that I personally don't like him because I have principles. Now I've come to the conclusion after his latest Amazon episode and his flip-flopping again that this is a character-free guy. By the way, here's another tweet, sorry, from David French celebrating Rush Limbaugh again, the same Rush Limbaugh he was crapping on his grave. This is from 2015. David the French, you've got to read this. You have to. That's what Rush Limbaugh said about this piece during his show today, citing, of course, a National Review piece where French works. Now you know why I barely use National Review anymore. Unbelievable. Scam artists. Trafficking in misinformation and disinformation. David French was a pee-pee hoaxer. Getting people to believe things that aren't true. Altering reality we live in. And really forcing people into boxes where they make stupid decisions like defunding the police, which cost people their lives. David French does stuff like that. Telling you how angry he is at Amazon for deplatforming his friend while celebrating the deplatforming of Parler because some Trump people may have been involved with Parler. Real principled guy. All right, folks, please pick up this book today. I need a favor from you at the end of the show. I usually promote my Rumble account, Bongino Report, but it's an important day. My good friend and my editor at Bongino Report and at Bongino.com, Matt Palumbo, has a book out today. I really need a favor from you. I have no financial interest in this book whatsoever. He's just my friend and I love him to death. And he's super whip smart. He has a book out today. It's called Dumb and Dumber, How Cuomo and de Blasio Ruined New York. Folks, this book is chock full of easily digestible nuggets about just how badly Cuomo and de Blasio have driven New York and New York City into the ground. It is chock full of info you can use to debate your liberal friends because the stuff in here is not just about New York. It's about the liberal agenda in general, school choice, the economics of New York, everything. It is a manifest. It's short. It's sweet. Um, it is so worth your time. Please check it out. If we could get this guy into like the top 200 in books or so, I would really, he's that good of a guy and he deserves it. Matt Palumbo, Dumb and Dumber, How Cuomo and de Blasio Ruined New York. Worth your time. Please pick it up today. Paul, is this going to be in the email blast today? Yesterday and tomorrow. Okay. It'll be in the email blast. If you're on our email list, bungino.com slash newsletter, please pick it up today. I'd really appreciate it. Matt deserves it. He's such a good guy. Thanks, folks. I appreciate your time today. Matt asked me too about Bungino. How do you get out of a show? How do you do that? Is there a way? Here's how you do it. Hey, thanks. I'll see you all tomorrow. Thanks for tuning in. You just heard Dan Bongino. Hi there. Sorry for the interruption, but are you enjoying this show on Google Podcasts? You should know that the Google Podcasts app is going away this spring. That's right, going away, gone, as in no longer available. You can still enjoy this show elsewhere, though. Try out Spotify or Amazon Music, or maybe TuneIn is more your style. Whatever app you switch to. 
be sure to follow so you never miss the next episode. And thanks for listening wherever you listen.